Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vidi Wiley. This week, Fiji, Samoa and Tonga will take part in an international rugby doubleheader in Auckland later this year as part of their final World Cup preparations. Discipline concerns for the Fijian Latui rugby side and Guam have been handed a daunting draw for the FIBA Asia Cup basketball qualifiers. But first, Samoa have finished a historic week at the Junior World Weightlifting Championships with an impressive haul of three gold and two silver medals in Suva. Don Opilonga kicked off proceedings last week in the men's 89kg division, winning gold in the clean and jerk and total. Fe'ingai Astawas joined the party at the weekend, winning gold in the women's 87kg division, with a personal best lift of 124kgs in the snatch, to edge out the 2018 world champ Lee Sion Mi, while finishing only 1kg shy of her Korean opponent in the overall category. The 18-year-old also finished second in the clean and jerk, while Don Opilonga was awarded the trophy for best overall male lifter. President and head coach of the Samoa Weightlifting Federation, Jerry Warwick, says it was a week to remember. It's history in the making. Uh, we used to dream about uh, winning medals at the World Championships, and it's a dream coming true. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was, it's been a great week of uh, performances. Right across the board from all my juniors, um, they, they all performed a personal best total or personal best lift. So I'm uh, very impressed and you know, very happy with, uh, with my lifters. Yeah, because I guess you can have people with the potential to, to reach these sorts of heights or to win the medals, but until they actually do it, it's, a, it's another thing. So what, what do you think the success and um, you know, what do you think that does to the individuals and to the other members of the team when they, they see what, what, what can be achieved? Well, it, it is, uh, you know, it's a great booster and uh, it's actually saying now it's it's not impossible. <coughs> we used to think it's impossible to win a medal at the World Championships. Now it's telling all the other youngsters and all the other lifters that are coming up that you can, it can be achieved to win a medal at the World Championships and even win a gold medal and these young people, these young girls and boys have proved it. Fiengai Styles and, and Donna Pilonga, they both won medals at the Commonwealth Games last year on the Gold Coast. Um, um, what what progress have you seen from them in the last 12-15 months? Massive uh, progress. Uh, they've improved uh, quite a lot. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, a, a huge improvement in both of them. So uh, they both performed the personal best uh, totals and, and also in each list. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. I, I can't say much more about their performance. It was right on target. And what they did yesterday in the end when Don was lifting was, was, what, was more than what I expected. And uh, as you say, it wasn't just those two, it was your whole team that performed even if they didn't win a medal. So um, how, how do you feel about the depth of lifting in Samoa at the moment? It's good to see the juniors come through. Um, we still have a lot of work to do. Uh, we've, 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 we've conquered now the, the junior world championships. We know what needs to be done to, to win a medal. The next level now that we have to try and reach is the, the senior world championships and the Olympic Games. 
And that's another major goal within our planning and within our system to, to try and reach and we'll hopefully we'll do it in the near future. One of the tough things over the years for lifters in the Pacific and in Oceania regions has often been that, you know, this is a very clean region, the Pacific, uh, you know, I don't think there's been any... Uh, deliberate failed tests and, and that's often mentioned by the likes of yourself and, and Paul Coffer and often lifters from this region and, and you know well through Ali Opilonga have had to you know, have their moments taken at major events um, through lifters from overseas that haven't been ethical, that haven't uh, been drug free. Um, do, you, do you think, is the International Federation, are they getting a bit better in that now? Is there, is there less drugs in the sport do you think or is it still a challenge? We, we do see a big difference. It is starting to change for the better and um, it's, uh, it's happening right now because of so many uh, competitions that you must uh, participate to qualify for the Olympics, which means that you need to be tested all the time, which is very good. And, uh, you know, it, it's giving us a, a little bit more of a chance to, to get up there. So we're very happy with the direction that the IWF is moving with the IOC together. And hopefully they maintain this. And so it, it gives us a bit of a level playing field. A great week for Samoa and Suva, uh, special for Fiji to, to host a, an event like this. Um, their lifters perhaps didn't didn't achieve what they may have hoped, and obviously they've had their issues with um, uh, Island Thikambatana moving to Australia and, and some other internal things. But, um, uh, you know, for the Pacific to host the Junior World Championships, to, to win a few medals, um, what do you think that says for, for lifting in this region? And, and how do you feel about uh, the, the strength of the Oceania and Pacific region as a whole? Um, well, I, I must uh, commend the Fiji Weightlifting Federation and Fiji as a country. To host a, a world championships is, is not an easy task. It, it, it requires a lot of preparation. They they put on a very successful championships, and uh, they did a great job. So I think everybody that participated were happy, and that's including us. And it also it gives us a a feeling of we uh, we're part of this because we're from the Pacific and it's our championships. It's held in our region, and uh, it's it's a great thing to have it here and to have. I know uh, Fiji's got a young team, but you know it, they're going to come up. Uh, it's only a matter of time, and uh, also for the other Pacific Islanders. To our performance here was for the whole Pacific, so we're, we're representing the Pacific, and hopefully, what we did here is going to give uh, you know encouragement to other countries in the Pacific to, to also they, they can do the same thing at the World Championships. That's the President and Head Coach of the Samoa Weightlifting Federation, Jerry Warwick. Samoa, Fiji and Tonga will take part in an international rugby doubleheader in Auckland later this year as the Pacific Island teams fine-tune their preparations for the World Cup in Japan. Manu Samoa will face the New Zealand Heartland 15 in the opening fixture at Eden Park on August 31st and what is being dubbed as the Pacifica Challenge 2, the road to Japan, before the Flying Fijians face off against the Ikaletahi. Tonga halfback Sonatane Takalua says it's a welcome addition to their pre-World Cup schedule. We've just got a, you know, we've got a few PNC games uh, built into before the first 31st of August, you know, the double header here in, in Eden Park in Auckland. So um, just, I think we've just got to go play game at a time and, and um, keep building from that. Yeah, the beauty of a World Cup year is that you do get a full program of test matches, which is not always the case. So, as you say, Samoa, Japan and Canada in the Pacific Nations Cup. Now you've got Fiji in this uh, Pacifica Challenge test and, and then, of course, that match against the All Blacks before you head off to Japan. So uh, this Fiji game, it just adds to you know a, a very thorough build-up and to ensure that everyone's um, you know at, at their best come kick-off in Japan.
Definitely, yeah. Um, it's always it's always to to play against you know your 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 neighbours, your uh, for example, you know Fiji. Um, it's it's gonna be massive for us to leave it all out there to test um, you know what we work on and what we can uh, build on to the Rugby World Cup. So yeah, Fiji. I think Fiji will be uh, do the same, and and uh, all we gotta do is just go out there and and do what we we got to do what we've been uh, trained for. And uh, obviously a lot of progress has been made over the last couple of years with the Ikale Tahi uh, and obviously under Toto Kefu for the last few years you guys have been slowly building and building. Um, do, you, do you feel like this is a year, this is a tournament where you guys could uh, do something special? Yeah, I think so. We, we, um, I've been playing under Toto Kefu for, for a few seasons now. His, his working has been coming along. Um, you know, as you can see, result. Uh, we have a successful uh, PNC Last PNC in June, but uh, yeah, I think this year after PNC, we see where we are, and um, you know, then taking into World Cup. I think uh, looking at our pool, it's, it's you know, I think it's a it's some tough test match there. I think we we're gonna play against, but I think you know, we always up for the challenge and just gotta do our best. Indeed, and as as one of the senior players in the team, um, do you do you, you know with that senior core yourself, um, Siali Pietar, etc., etc., um. How do you guys feel about where the depth of your squad is at? Yeah, I think as, as the senior players in the team, we just try to you know always pull your best foot forward um, and help to help out the leaders and you know Seattle Piotel, um He always lead from the front and always I always you know still learn from him and uh, take what's you know the best that he learn from what he's doing and uh, making decision and just try to lead the boys in the, in the field and um, you know these young generation coming up and. Um, Hopefully they they'll follow and take what's good and and just learn from us. So um just gotta you know do what we can do best and and hopefully the rest will, will follow. What do you think the main focus is for you guys in these preparation tests leading into that World Cup? Uh, I think we've just gotta work hard on our defense as uh, as, a, as a team, and I think that's gonna be the main focus for us. Is that is work a lot on our defence as, as a team? And, and Sonatana, there's been a lot of talk about Pacific Islands rugby, uh, especially in that last year. Talk about a, a Nations League that Fiji might be a part of. Uh, talk about a Pacific Islands Super Rugby team, or you know, Global Rapid Rugby's kicking off as well with Fiji and Samoan franchises. Um, where do you think Pacific Island rugby is sitting in the global scheme of things? We see what's happening in rugby league, the success of Mate Ma'a Tonga. Um, do you think um, the Pacific teams in rugby still have more to give? Do you think? Perhaps they're even given the opportunity to to reach those sorts of heights we see in in rugby league. Yeah, I think we still, as a Pacific team, we still have you know a lot to to give for rugby. You know, 2011, this where it started off, or 2007, woke up with the Ikaletahi kick off, and you know, it came 2011, the supporters, the crowd was just amazing, and you know, the Matemata Tonga uh, last World Cup, they have a lot to give to the young players uh, that are coming up. You know, they. You know, hopefully, hopefully the generation in the for rugby and league will see what the you know these guys are doing, and hopefully they will follow, and and hopefully they want to represent their country. That's the Ikaletahi halfback Sonatane Takalua. The Fijian Latui will stand down two players from their final match in Global Rapid Rugby's Pacific Showcase after they received yellow cards in Friday night's narrow victory over Kangifa Samoa. The Fijians led by as many as 19 points, but the game took a dramatic turn when substitutes Rune Maui and Mali Nakarawa were sent to the Sinbin with 11 minutes remaining. Kangifa Samoa capitalised on their numerical advantage to score twice and ensure a grandstand finish, but the Latui managed to hold on for a 37-31 victory. 
Head coach Sinarusi Siravakula says the players deserve credit for executing their game plan in cold and wet conditions. We keep to our game pattern, uh, which was uh, to run the Samoan uh, forwards by doing a lot of uh, multiple uh, faces. And then we just talk about how to play direct against them and bring in physical team in the first 20 minutes. And then uh, the opportunity will, will just come. And, and then they stick to that. They stick to our game pattern and they score some uh, fantastic try from it. 12 points up at half time. Uh, did you expect them to come back, uh, Kangifa? Certainly, uh, playing against uh, our Pacific neighbours, uh, it's always till the end. Uh, we know that uh, if we give them opportunity, they go, they, they've got to come back to, on us. And then uh, and they did that a couple of times. But the message was to be patient and, and maintain discipline. And uh, there were two yellow cards again on, on um, Friday, which was so disappointing. Do you feel that message is getting through in terms of the discipline, or is it kind of a work in progress? Uh, we're still working on progress on, on, on discipline, but um, uh, the message uh, to the boys, if you got your card, you will not be part of the team, and, and that's the decision that I will stay on uh, from the last game, and uh, and those guys will be missing the game, uh, our final game on against uh, Western Force in Perth. And so that's just a team policy? Yeah, that's a team policy. And that's a, that's irrespective of how that card was earned. If it's a yellow card, it's you stood down for the next match. Yep, yeah, you have to stood down, and you have to stood down, and uh, so that you can learn from it uh, rather than having the habit of uh, continuing doing that. And did you do that previously in, in rapid rugby, or will this be the first time that you guys have employed that policy? Uh, it was done uh, game against uh, the force in Lotoka. So yeah, we we. Managed to uh, have a meeting with my senior players, and and and, and then the, the message is to put across to the players. And uh, Senor Rossi, you're, you're obviously with that victory that puts you back on top of the uh, Pacific Showcase table with a game to play. You get to put your feet up this weekend again and and watch uh, Samoa against the Western Force over in uh, Brisbane. Um, and and then obviously you'll you know depending on how that plays out, you'll you'll get a chance uh, no doubt the following week to you know go over to Perth and you know, potentially still being with a shot to win this thing. Certainly, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm excited about going to Perth uh, and then trying and uh, display a good uh, uh, rugby. And then uh, there'll be some uh, uh, changes this week uh, going into camp on next uh, coming Sunday. And uh, all the players are playing this week in their provincial uh, team. And, uh, it's a semi-final week in provincial competition here in Fiji. So they'll all be playing in the various rugby and uh, the team to go, the 26 players uh, will be named uh, before Friday and uh, released into the media so that uh, the player knows that who's going uh, to the Perth uh, trip. That's the Fijian Latui rugby coach, Senarosi Siravakula. Guam faced an uphill battle in their bid to make the 2021 FIBA Asia Cup basketball tournament after being handed a daunting draw for the final qualifying event. The US Territory completed a clean sweep of their opposition in a regional pre-qualifying tournament in Thailand last year, but have been drawn in the same pool as Australia, New Zealand and Hong Kong for the final qualifying round, which gets underway in November. Head coach EJ Calvo says it's an exciting challenge, although they do have another major event to plan for first. The primary focus has been the Pacific Games, which is our regional um, games. It used to be the, the only thing we really focused on. Our primary rivals here in the Pacific Islands 
basically Oceania, not including Australia and New Zealand. Um, we won the gold in 2015, so we are returning to Samoa in uh, early July to uh, defend our gold medal in the Pacific Games. And that, that's been primarily what we're training for, as well as uh, just thinking about it as a, as a launch pad to continue training through the fall months as we approach November. In terms of the squad you'll have available, will you be at full strength in Apia, or will you have a chance to have any of your overseas-based players? Or? No, we, we won't be at full strength. Schedules don't always work out during, during these times. Some players have to prioritize their other leagues or other work uh, at this time, so we have the opportunity to test out some of our younger players uh, that have not played for the main program yet. And we'll be able to see how they do and see whether we'll be able to use them in the future uh, when it comes to the FIBA Asia competition. I think um, everyone in New Zealand is pretty familiar with Ty Wesley, and and he'll be definitely um, uh, with us this summer working with the uh, guys in Samoa. But there are a couple other players that are playing in Australia or or back in the U.S. uh, training at their university. And so, uh, yeah, we're excited. I think it's a good mix uh, a good team that has a, a kind of a different dynamic uh, with some young players being added for the Pacific Games. And, and then we'll be able to hopefully bring everyone together before November and be at, full, at close to full strength as possible. Yeah, and uh, as you say, obviously the Pacific Games basketball competition does not include Australia or New Zealand, uh, although those countries are taking part in, uh, I think, up to eight sports uh, having an increasing presence. Maybe basketball will be one of them one day. But, of course, they will be uh, on your radar come November because you've been uh, put in a pretty tough pool uh, for this uh, for this next round. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was surprising. Um, there are a few teams that we really hope, had hoped to play in the Asia region, um, but very excited to play against the high-caliber uh, basketball teams that we're going to be seeing you know, in the, in the FIBA Asia Cup qualifiers. Some of our guys have some experience playing in Australia and New Zealand, uh, as you may know, um, both in the New Zealand NBL and, and Australia NBL, and, and they are very excited. We, uh, we've been talking about it all weekend as a team, um, and just um, I, my goal now is to keep them refocused back at the Pacific Games so we're not overlooking that competition while we get excited about uh, what's coming at the end of the year. Indeed, and um, in terms of uh, the players that you have um, coming through, um, do you how do you feel about the depth of basketball in on Guam at the moment? Yeah, it's not one of the challenges, but you know it's not unlike uh, other large countries uh, where where a lot of their talent is spread out throughout the country. I think the tough thing with us is just finding competition on a small island to maintain a high level of training is is always a challenge. The top players on the island train together. International program, and that that's pretty much it. Uh, once we bring our team to full strength, we try to get off the island and compete wherever we can. Uh, nearby Asian countries. I wish it was um, uh, less expensive to travel to Australia or New Zealand. Uh, we, we would definitely love to get more training uh, over there, but uh, that's that's one of our biggest challenges. Really, is is not being together uh, more often. Uh, we seem to come together only during competitions. And with this uh, FIBA Asia Cup opportunity, I'm working hard to try to get the support so that we can have a proper training camp and pull everyone together to really uh, prepare their way. And, you know, we're learning everything we can and getting a lot of support from uh, the folks on FIBA, being that we're the, uh, the, new, the new kid on the block. But we're ready to compete, do our best.
That's the Guam men's basketball coach, EJ Calvo. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.